get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It is Carricker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. The Cardinals getting ready to start their season one week from today at Bush Stadium before an empty Bush Stadium. They'll take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And to talk about the 2020 Cardinals and more, here is former Cardinal and FS Mid- Midwest analyst Rick Ankiel on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Rick, it's always good to talk to you, sir. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, let's start with this. How difficult is it, do you think, for uh, this group to get things going in three weeks? Obviously, spring training normally is a six-week process. How different and how difficult is it to get going in three? You know, I mean, it's it, you know, your whole life as a baseball player, you're taught to find a routine. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, hey, find a routine that works for you. And then we're in a place now where it's like everybody's routine has been you know, upended and they got to find a new way to do things. I think it's difficult. Um, but I also think everybody's going into it with an open mind and understanding that we're just going to have to take this day by day and, and see what comes of it um, and get after it. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Rick, Randy and I had watched the first intra-squad game at home, and we thought, you know, no fans in the stands. It's weird, but it's not all that different. I think players could get acclimated to it. And then we went to the game last night at Bush Stadium, and the feel was completely different. And I know players, you know, your entire career, you feed off the energy of the crowd, but you train your mind to block out the crowd noise, but it's still there, and it's something that you ride the wave that you ride. So what do you think it's going to be like for players when they go out there from a mental standpoint to try to adjust to not hearing fans at all? Um, you know, I just think it's going to be different. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, I, a lot of times you use the crowd as motivation, uh, whether you're at home and they're supporting you or you're on the road and, you know, they're booing you. Um, you try to turn that into motivation and, and take it as it comes. Um, but without the crowd there, you know, that will be different. But because it's only a 60-game season, you know, this is like coming back after the All-Star break when you really turn the heat up and, and try to, you know, take it home for that home stretch. So I, I think with the shortened season that that urgency will be there and these guys are going to be out there competing at a high level. And Rick, you guys that make it to the major leagues and play at a high level are there because you're inherently really, really competitive. But it seems like the self-starters, the guys that don't need any outside influences to compete at a high level, are going to be the most successful guys. And maybe the the team that has the largest group of those guys will be the most successful team this year. Um, I agree. And I um you know, but I think that's going to be a learning curve also. And, you know, really for me, when I start looking at, you know, you start looking at the COVID tests and the positive tests and the injuries, guys not having, you know, possibly enough time to get ready, guys not access to as much treatment as they're used to, um, whether it be hot tub and cold tub or the trainers afterwards with some of that stuff um, they've taken away. 
I almost look at it like it's going to be the organization that can their studs on the field, upright playing, is the team, the organization that's going to come through in the end and win this thing. Rick, we've been talking a lot about Carlos Martinez this offseason. We know that he prepared as a starter, but with five guys missing from your bullpen, all of a sudden it looks more likely that we may see him in that role. So what would you do with Carlos Martinez? You know, I, I think it, I'm going to piggyback off my last answer here, and it's it's really going to come down to who's healthy. Um, do some guys opt out? Um, you know, what does that look like? He's so versatile and he can do, you know, he can be a starter. He could be a long reliever. He could be a closer. And that just speaks to the stuff that he has and how talented that he is. Um, so for me, I, I think it comes down to, you know, I know we're a week away, but we still got to get there and who's available, who's not, you know, cause there's some unanswered questions about what may happen, right? That's the day by day process. Um, and when that time comes, you're going to have to make that decision. You've been around guys that were great closers, and you were a starter yourself, and you know what it takes to be a great starter. But what is the difference, Rick, from your perspective uh, of that guy that can get the 27th out, where you plug him in and he pitches the ninth inning and gets the 27th out? What does that guy generally have? Uh, the ability to go in there and just compete pitch by pitch and, and not get taken away by the moment. You know, it's almost like they can put up a, you know, a mental block and really just compete um, without the outside factors making a difference to why they're out there. Rick, as you look at the 60 game schedule, who's one player on this Cardinals team that you think could be a major X factor? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Man, I look at it like who can get hot fast, uh, who can take, you know, who can stay consistent. Um, I think Tommy Edmond, um, I'm going to go with. That might be a safe play, but, you know, it just seems like he really understands his swing um, and he'll, he'll stay short to it. It doesn't seem like he tries to do too much. And then if he gets off on a hot start, um, you know, I think he can stay with it for the 60 games. And the Cardinals say that they want to get every little bit of evaluation that they can out of Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas. If those guys both hit their upside, it seems like, especially O'Neill with his power, the Cardinals could have something there. Oh, there's no question about it. Um, you know, the power speaks for itself. And, it, you know, it's just about going up there and being consistent and, and really keeping the ball in the strike zone and swinging at strikes. Um, if he can do that, and not not get exposed with chasing balls outside of the zone. Um, he'll have a monster year. And then Lane Thomas, I mean, this guy's just—he's a five-tool player. He has um, talent oozing out of him. Whether it's throwing the ball, he has an absolute cannon. Uh, bat speed, his speed, running defense—you name it. Um, there's no question. At some point, you know, whether it's this year or next or whenever that is, when he breaks out, he's going to be a terrific player. Rick, when you came back as a hitter, uh, because you had been a pitcher before, you saw all the tricks that they tried to do against you and giving you balls out of the zone that you had to lay off on. And you you did overcome that issue of swinging at those pitches. Is that just a matter of reps? Or is there there something else that you learn when they're trying to get you to, to chase pitches out of the zone? Um, it just seemed like it was the ebbs and flows of the game. Um, you know, it's like you get, as a hitter, sometimes you just, you're seeing the ball really well and you get locked in and start to understand your strike zone. And, you know, every now and then you chase a pitch and maybe your confidence wavers a little bit and you start chasing more and, you know, you can see it in guys' body language. Um, you know, I wish I had the best answer for that. Sometimes it's just about figuring out your timing and sometimes it happens fast and sometimes it takes a little while.
Rick, earlier you spoke about routine and how important that is for a player, but their routines are going to certainly be disrupted this year because they need to leave safe if they're going to leave the hotel or leave the the city that they're in. Uh, But guys still need to find a way to mentally get away from the game. Do you think that veteran leadership is going to be a huge factor heading into this season? Because I just envision maybe two weeks to a month into this, you're going to have guys who want to go out and guys snitching on each other and you're going to see some sort of friction in the clubhouse. But I think with the Cardinals, when you look at their veteran leadership in place, that they might set the tone in a positive way. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think not only the veteran players, but just the organization. And kind of like what I was mentioning earlier, you know, whoever does win the World Series in this shortened season, I really think you're going to have to credit the organization because whether it's sneaking out or just figuring out how to keep these guys healthy and on the field, it's going to be an organizational win more than more than ever before. Hey, Rick, before we let you go, we know that you're going to be doing pre- and post-game on FS Midwest, watching the game and doing it from there. So do you have your home studio set up? And if so, give us a preview. What's it going to look like? Um, no, I don't have it set up yet, but we did talk about it. So this week, um, this coming week, we're supposed to go through and they'll send me a backdrop, make sure I have the light, right lighting and um, you know, make sure it's okay. So I have, we haven't gotten that far yet, but we will this week. Just make sure that you have your, your baseball memorabilia and stuff behind you. Just set that up so that we can see it. <laughs> will do. All right. Hey, Rick, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. We, we do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Be safe. That is Rick Ankiel, former Cardinal, and one of the great stories. When, when your comp in baseball is Babe Ruth, you're a great story. And mm-hmm. he is one of the great stories in baseball history. And one of the few people that can analyze effectively pitching and hitting. Absolutely. Um, but what you said at the end there got an idea planted in my brain. We need to get Carriker and Smallman flags or T-shirts or something made. And we need to send them out to all of our media friends who are going to be doing games from their home offices and their home studios so that we can get some pub That's Randy. a great idea. <laughs> there is a Twitter account called Room Rater. Yes. So that uh, people that are doing Zoom uh, appearances on TV or Cisco or whatever, people that are doing appearances on TV, they get a screenshot at Room Raider and they rate the room. Well, for Room Raider, I would think Carriker and Smallman, that logo in the background would give people extra points. Yeah, automatically improve your rating. Yeah. So let's do that. That's a great idea, actually. Thank you. Coming up, it's time for Take It or Leave It. Get your text into the Air Comfort Service text line 65780. Tioli, coming your way.